right, back at it. Here we go. Let's talk some Kansas basketball, shall we? Going to be a little bit less of a show today, but that's okay. Feel like it went above and beyond last week, right? Big thanks right off the bat here to Eric Chenoweth again for coming on last week. Um, I thought that was a great interview. Got some good feedback. If you have some thoughts, let me know. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. It's the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. I am Jonas Nordman. Thank you for listening. We are on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Here's what I believe. Got some business to get to. I want to tell you about how the show is going to shape up, how things are going to go next week. I will not be on the air just for next week. The week after will be all good to go. Not getting taken down yet. Not when we're picking up momentum. A rolling stone gathers no moss or something like that. So maybe gathering a smidgen of moss next week, but uh, no worries whatsoever. And then got some news about players returning to school. And then I want to talk about a notable alumni. And it's not myself because I talk about myself enough. (laughs) So quickly the news. I will not be posting an episode next week, so get your fill. Maybe go re-listen to that interview with Eric Chenoweth. Uh, If you haven't listened to it, save it. Listen to it next week, next Wednesday or Thursday. Um, As you can probably tell, have pushed back to Thursdays once again. This is the day that I prefer. We moved to the Wednesdays because, you know, it was about to become tournament time. Games are played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wanted to get on the air before those games started. And then, of course, we all know what happened. Our dreams, our hopes and dreams got crushed for this entire year, this entire calendar year. Tournament banged, uh, both Big 12 and NCAA, but it's all good. We've managed. We're doing our own thing. I'm, I'm not going to speak on it too much, but keep an eye on what's happening with like the Big 12 I think it's the ACC, what these students are doing, these student-athletes. See if it does affect college basketball as well. They are unionizing, essentially. Look, the guys just want some rights. But I haven't read too much into it. Don't want to speak on something I'm not qualified to speak on for the time being. But I I do wonder how it'll affect college basketball. This is a purely college football thing at the moment. I saw UConn just canceled just canceled cancel culture their football season their football team for the upcoming year football's a little bit different in that it is so expensive to run a football team a college football program was it only one or two programs are actually profitable it's alabama maybe clemson that they're really good so even the best teams like oklahoma ohio state michigan Generally, still not a profitable enterprise. So for a team like UConn, a school like UConn, to cancel their football season, I mean, I get it. I don't know if you've heard, but it's the era of uncertainty. You may have heard that. Unprecedented times. (laughs) If you're doing the unprecedented times contest, you can take your shot. Anyways, here's what I was actually going to talk about. 
We had some major announcements recently about players returning or, or going to the NBA. This is in regards to the NBA draft. I'll start from the top, work my way down. And this, why do I do this? Again, this is Kansas basketball, national program. The players I'm about to read off and the teams that they're on are generally going to be the ones that are going to be going up against KU when it comes for national titles. They're players for national awards. I mean, the, the first guy I'm about to say, Luca Garza, he's coming back. Had a big, beautiful video presentation online. He said, I'm back. I don't know if that's what he actually sounds like. But he does have big, bushy eyebrows. Uh, remember, he basically took Yudoka Azubuki's spot last year for all the big man center awards, first team All-Americans, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar awards for best center. Was it uh, Kareem? You get the idea. So, Luka Garza is coming back, and now people are writing the articles with Garza back. You got to take note of Iowa. This is a program that is going to be a national title contender. Not that they really were last year with Garza, but hey, whatever. Now, these next two names, this is a legitimate national title contender. I don't think very highly of their coach. You probably know what I'm about to say already now. But these are two very good players. They just had two excellent seasons on a team that Kansas had a lot of trouble with. Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, Baylor. That's a big development when I saw that. When the news came down, especially that Jared Butler was coming back, and he was probably... You could say he was the second best guard if you wanted in the Big 12 last year behind Devon Dotson. You know, do the rankings however you want. Desmond Bain, perhaps, at TCU had a really great year. Tyrese Halliburton will probably be, probably be the highest drafted. Will he be the highest drafted Big 12 player? There's a good chance. Maybe not after he got hurt. But Jared Butler... First team all Big 12 and Macy Oteague, quality player in his own right. That makes Baylor that much stronger. That, those were the names that we were waiting on. This whole summer been like, oh, I see Baylor's a power-ranked preseason top two or three team, but let's see what happens with Jared Butler and Macy Oteague. You know, these guys are so good. They, they may just go to the NBA. Well, they came back. So Baylor will be an excellent team. Philip Petrushev. Stayed in the NBA, Gonzaga. However, Corey Kispert and Joel Ayayi, Ayayayayi, he's French, are coming back. And there you go. Gonzaga is now battling with Villanova and Baylor for that number one spot. Like that old song, they're coming for that number one spot. Oh, speaking of Villanova, Sadiq Bey is coming back. That's big news. Excellent player. He won, was it the Oscar Robertson Award for best swingman, small forward. That's a really good player coming back to Villanova. They're going to be really good. A name that may be familiar to some Kansas fans, but not all, because Arizona State has been such a thorn in the side of Jayhawks. Of the Jayhawks and, J- and Jayhawks. 
the sun devils they have those pitchforks just right in the side of the birds point guard remy martin no not that remy martin but he does have a saucy way of playing he's a good point guard he went to uh why can't i think of the high school right now same one that Bronny James and Zaire Wade and Marvin Bagley. They all went to LeBron's kid, where they're going right now, in Southern California. All of a sudden, my mind has left me. Someone will remind me. You know what? I'm on my laptop. Pardon me for a moment. It's This is like Celebrity you, Well, not you, because it's a high school. But, oh, it's Sierra Canyon. That's what it is. Yeah, but Remy Martin went there as well. Not that anyone really cared. He's coming back. Really good point guard. Once again, Arizona State has a chance to be pretty good. They're getting a top recruit coming in, Josh Christopher. Combine him with Remy Martin. You know, Bobby Hurley's got a good thing going down there in Tempe. Not sure if you've been there recently. I get it. I get why you can recruit down there. Don't really have to worry about school. Just play some basketball. It's never going to be cold. Never, even though it's like 113 there right now. It'll never be the opposite of that. I get it. Sadiq Bay, I already mentioned that. Here's a name that I just wanted to bring up. Just because I wanted to say it. E. Pons. Remember that name? Body built by the Greek gods. And he is the Greek god of Tennessee basketball. Remember KU faced Tennessee right in the smack dab in the middle of the Big 12 season last year? And he played pretty well. That was the game immediately after the fight against K-State. So KU was a little shorthanded. I also know that we have a Tennessee fan that likes to listen to the show, so I figured I'd bring up Eve Pons. Y-V-E-S-P-O-N-S. Eve Pons. It's like a beautiful shampoo. Be smelling wonderfully. And the last name that is coming back that Kansas fans will probably not care about, and I'm only mentioning it because I just love this name, DJ Thunderberg, NC State. DJ Thunderberg. He's actually a pretty good player. <laughs> Had a chance to watch a little bit of NC State last year. When's the only time that anyone ever watches NC State? That's not an actual fan or alumni. It's when they're playing like Duke or Carolina, right? So, watch little DJ Funderburk in one of those Tobacco Road matchups. A little bit of a stretch four. Not too bad. But mostly, awesome name. DJ Funderburk. He's back. I know everyone was worried. <laughs> All right. So, those are some big, important names that are returning or leaving school. Philip Petrushev, not coming back. That's a big deal for Gonzaga. Are they still going to be really good? Yes. Is it a big loss to lose Petrushev? You betcha. But really, right at the top there, Luca Garza, Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, Sadiq Bey. It's going to be a three-horse race for that number one spot, that preseason number one spot in college basketball, <laughs> if we have college basketball next year. Man, what a year to start a college basketball show, right? Anyways, some of your thoughts at JonasN310. That's on Instagram. 
slide into my DMs head first. Let me know about these players coming back. I still would love to know about your thoughts. If you have any questions for Eric Chenoweth, we'll have to have him back on sometime. Uh, really great guy. Appreciated him taking some time off or taking some time from his busy schedule. He wasn't off. He was actually inside his office when he was speaking with me. Um, and I took way too much time from him as it was. Anywho, I want to sort of continue our series on alumni. You know, I'm doing the yeoman's work here for the Alumni Association, just talking about past graduates or non-graduates, guys who just were on campus for a smidgen of time. I did not get yet to, like, Frank Mason, Ben McLemore, the Morris Twins. But, you know, we also had Eric Chenoweth on the show, so sue me. But I do want to talk about Joel Embiid. And, no, this is not an NBA show, but it's Kansas basketball. They put players in the NBA, and Joel Embiid just so happens to be an NBA superstar. Not so much. I want to talk about the season that he's had. That doesn't make sense. I don't so much want to talk about his past season, although they're still technically in the midst of their season, but more so the developments with the Philadelphia 76ers, what he's done since he's come back to the bubble, and really sort of a checking in on you for Joel. Start at the beginning, still a social media sensation. Embiid is picking up a lot of endorsements these days. I see him from Mountain Dew. Actually, that's about it. Uh, I think he has a video game, the the HyperX. I think Joel Embiid for the, the headset, he's a sponsor or is sponsored by them. So, again, he's viral. He's any, Anytime he tweets or posts anything on Instagram, it's a big deal. He's a superstar. And really, KU hasn't had, I'd say, a transcendent superstar like Embiid. I mean, Paul Pierce was a different animal, different player, different era. But I guess that was the biggest name before Embiid took over, or at least ever since Embiid came into the league. You know, he sort of had this aura around him, drafted third overall, injured immediately, didn't even play his first year. The whole process, the Philadelphia 76er process, and how he embodied it, and he calls himself the process. <laughs> this big, brash, Cameroonian who doesn't speak English that great, but knows how to tweet it and knows how to, knows how to gram it, knows how to talk trash. And his play is phenomenal. His season stats, 24 points per game. Let's call it 12 rebounds per game, 11.9. Assists, 3.2. And yet, the story this year was, does he get along with Ben Simmons? On the court? Do they work together? Probably not. Embiid's actually a better three-point shooter than Simmons is. But ever since they got to Orlando, and ever since they took the court in this bubble, here are the numbers for Joel Embiid. So, first game, it says at Indiana. We all we know they're all in Orlando. 41 points, 21 rebounds. Holy Moly. That was a mix of Holy Toledo and Holy Moly. 41 21. 15 of 23. 27 points against the Spurs in the victory. 30 points yesterday against the Washington Wizards to go along with 11 rebounds. 
He hits his free throws. He actually is not shooting the three very well in the bowl here. 0 for 2, 0 for 2, 1 for 5. It's actually the other way around, going back to the, uh, the Pacers game. 1 for 5, 0 for 2, 0 for 2. But you get the idea. And now the big news, at least in the NBA, and certainly for the 76ers, is that Ben Simmons is hurt. So we may see Joel Embiid go into a mode that we have not seen before, certainly not from him. Because if Philadelphia's going to have any success coming up here, it's going to be on his big, broad back. Oh, and of course, while they've been in the bubble, he got into a little bit of a shoving match with his teammate Shake Milton from Central Florida, I believe, UCF. We know they're in Central Florida right now, but did Shake Milton go to UCF? Ah, no, he did not. SMU. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and then, of course, Shake Milton hits a game-winning shot against San Antonio the very next game. And what does Joel Embiid do? Goes on Instagram and says, it's all good between brothers. And posts a picture of him helping Shake Milton up off the ground. He's nothing if not entertaining for Joel Embiid. He's an all-star. He's a superstar. Kansas basketball needs more players like him. The Morris Twins are big time. People know the Morris Twins. They are not superstars. They're the type of player when they go to a team, fans go, oh, well, they got Marquis. They got Marcus Morris. That's a pretty good pickup. That's a guy who could really plug a hole for this team. It's not, oh, they have Joel Embiid. That guy could carry a team through the playoffs. KU needs more of those guys. I don't know if Devon Dotson or Yudoka Azabukir will be those guys coming up in this draft. Devon could. I mean, he's got the, the YouTube ability and in, in the fact that his highlights could really generate some views on YouTube. He's so fast. He's got such a great handle. So why not? And for Yudoka, he's going to put some dunks on some people's heads. That'll be entertaining. We'll see. I just don't see them being cosmic superstars in the mold of Joel Embiid. All right. That's our show. Appreciate everybody listening. Let me know what you think about Embiid and the season he's had. If you're Sixers fans, if you're NBA fans, I, I have a really good friend who always makes a point to tell me, I really don't like Joel Embiid. And I get it. He's, if, you're, if you're not a Kansas fan, he, can't, he could be sort of annoying perhaps a little childish, a little cheeky from the outside, but we love him. That's our guy right there, JoJo, Tilt the Lion. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Well, not tuning in. This is not radio. For downloading, for passing along to your friends. Uh, really feel some special things in the future coming up here. Again, we'll have to have Eric Chenoweth back on sometime soon. This is Jonas Nordman at JonasN310 on Instagram. This is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball program. I will speak with you in two weeks. Do remember, no show next week. Um, I will be out, out of commission. Um, but until then, I bid you a good middle of your August. And as always, rock chalk.